Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Buffalo Zone, editor-in-chief over at Raw Story, Dave Leventhal. Dave, good morning. Happy game day. Happy game day. There, there, there's a game today? Oh. We got something going on with football? Oh, man. Dave, 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 Dave. I... I'll tell you, if there was a fast-forward button, I don't know if I've ever said this before, I'd fast-forward to 6.30 on a Sunday. I, you know, I'm uh, full. You, you can't see me because I'm on the radio, of course, but, uh, you know, de- decked out in full Bill's gear, gear uh, you know, Zuba's yeah. pants, the, the, the whole nine yards here. Yeah. But we're going to win this game, Joe. Oh, I hope so. I We just had Mayor uh, Byron Brown on, and he was uh, he has a bet. He's either sending, sending wings to Kansas City or they're sending barbecue up here. And I told him, I, I said, I think at 10 o'clock tonight, the barbecue will be on its way to Buffalo. I, I, I very much hope so. We will, Dave, we'll talk about the game. We'll do a little political stuff and then we'll end on, uh, on uh, Bill's game day talk. I also have a, a Buffalo question for you. That's what we call a tease in this interview. Um, but <laughs> while we were uh, too busy getting snowed in here in Western New York, there was the Iowa caucus. Any surprise out of, out of Iowa? No, there, there really wasn't surprise, uh, surprises. Uh, if, if there was any surprise at all, is uh, that uh, Donald Trump uh, didn't even win a little bit bigger than he ultimately did. It, it seemed pretty much that uh, the, the chances for Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis were were zero uh, to win, and uh, that uh, really the only question was whether Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis was going to which one was going to finish second. Uh, we got the answer to that, Ron DeSantis, by a hair's breadth, but. When when you're down thirty percentage points to the guy who actually won, that that's a that's a pretty pretty big drubbing and uh, hardly any momentum for either of the candidates uh, going into New Hampshire, save for Nikki Haley, who's got a little bit, and I suspect we'll get to New Hampshire in a moment here. But uh, yeah, she's she, she's got to win New Hampshire, and and that's almost certainly not going to happen. So Donald Trump running away with this uh, with this election seems to be more and more likely as the days go on. So even with DeSantis getting second place, when I think a lot of people thought he'd be third, uh, we're not seeing that spark out of the campaign? No. And what kind of spark spark can you get when you you won about 21 percentage points, uh, 21% of the vote, and you're going into New Hampshire and you're going to lose terribly? There's no chance that he's going to even finish second uh, based on uh, any of the polling that has been going on. And so where where does he go from here? Well, Donald Trump almost certainly is going to win Nevada. Donald Trump is leading by a country mile in South Carolina, which Ron DeSantis is trying to be competitive in. But that's Nikki Haley's home state. And, and then you've got a couple of other states in Super Tuesday, and everything is showing up Trump, Trump, Trump in most of those states as well. So you can only lose so many times 
before you have to acknowledge the fact that you're probably not going to win this thing. And that's where Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, if they're not there yet, they're getting pretty darn close. And a decisive win for Donald Trump in New Hampshire may uh, it may end that story before we even have a chance to write another chapter. The turnout in Iowa, we know, was was a big talking point going into Monday because of the frigid temperatures. Was the turnout lower than expected, as expected? Where did that rank uh, for the 2024 caucus? I think you can call it as expected for the conditions. It was just incredibly cold. I mean, the wind chills were down near negative 30, the ambient air temperature below zero. It was it was not a comfortable evening for people who were going out to the caucuses, even by Iowa standards. And I've been to Iowa caucuses before, and it, it's never warm in Iowa in January, just like it's uh, never not snowy in Buffalo in January. But even so, this was pretty extreme for Iowa. So there was about 15.15% of registered Republicans uh, who actually went out and caucus. So the vast majority of Republicans, they did stay home. Now, had, had it been balmy temperatures and sunny and 40, would that have changed anything for Donald Trump? Probably not, but it may have motivated some people to get out who didn't, number one. But you got to feel like your candidate has a chance to win. Uh, there are going to be a certain requisite number of people who will go out and they will vote because they believe it's their civic duty. They want to support their candidate through thick and thin. But it, you also, too, uh, have a better chance when you are motivating your people and that people think that they have a, a legit, legitimate chance of seeing the candidate that they support win. And that wasn't the case in Iowa if the candidate that you were supporting wasn't Donald Trump. So you mentioned, you know, obviously New Hampshire is coming up next. Uh, Trump has a lead there. Nevada, South Carolina. Where are these candidates, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, where do they think the turnaround is going to happen? And is there proof of a turnaround happening if they just stay a little bit longer? So for Nikki Haley, it is New Hampshire. And, and if she is able to get really close to Donald Trump or even somehow pull out a victory, then that would be that moment for Nikki Haley. If she doesn't win or she finishes second and it, it isn't really close, then it, it's hard to understand what case she can make not only to voters in states that are coming up, but also, too, from a practical standpoint, Joe, her, her donors, uh, people who are fueling her campaign so she quite literally can pay people on her staff and travel around the country, you, you end up running out of money after a while, too, if you have nobody who continues to, you know, you need people to, to keep shoveling the coal in, into your furnace here. And if that doesn't happen, then, well, kind of game over. So at Nikki Haley, that's New Hampshire. For Ron DeSantis, he's more or less conceded that he's not going to do well in New Hampshire Nevada is almost a lost cause for him. So South Carolina very much becomes his Waterloo, politically speaking, so to speak. And if he doesn't do well there and he doesn't uh, even, you know, place second, then it's also very difficult to, to understand how Ron DeSantis can make the case going forward. One giant caveat here, and, and this is not really getting a lot of attention. It's something that you don't like to think about, but Donald Trump is 77 years old, and I've talked to numerous political operatives uh, and, and kind of posed this question, or they've posted uh, to me, which is, well, you know, maybe these candidates are just trying to stay in as long as they can in case 
Donald Trump, for one reason or another, has has a a medical issue that uh, doesn't allow him to go forward or his legal issues catch up to him faster than than expected. Uh, If you are a candidate still and you're still in the game, even if you're in second or third place, then you're on the playing field and you can make a more compelling case at that point to to be the backup, be, be the backup for the Republican Party. Now, we're talking about some serious Hail Mary passes here, right? But at the same time, too, this is basically the stage that we're at in the Republican primary when you're not talking about Donald Trump being the nominee, because the fact of the matter is, is Donald Trump is almost certain, no matter what goes on, to be the nominee unless something catastrophic happens. So right now, I mean, uh, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, who's going to be the John Kasich and just stay there even when it's not mathematically possible? Uh, neither of them might. Uh, it, it's entirely possible that uh, there, there will be no such person on the Republican side and that both of them will drop out. Uh, you, you still have Asa Hutchinson in the race. Remember him? He, he got the, about 1 percent of the vote in Iowa. Uh, I think less than that uh, when all the votes were were tallied. He, he's still there. Uh, he still went to New Hampshire. He hasn't dropped out. So maybe he sticks around. But that's just about it. All the other candidates who were name players, the Mike Pence's and the Tim Scott's and the Chris Christie's, they've all left. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, who was there for Iowa, he too has dropped out and he endorsed Donald Trump. So there's just not uh, not many people left to to go forward with. And yeah, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, again, if if they're just simply flaming out and running out of money and there's no reasonable chance uh, that that they can win anything over the next several weeks going into Super Tuesday, then sure, I guess they could keep their campaign going, but it's not going to be much of a campaign. It'll, it'll basically be a, a zombie effort uh, all, all the way to the march to Milwaukee, where the Republican National Convention. Is- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's going to be held in July of this year. Now, if you're... President Biden in the White House, you want candidates to stay as long as possible, right? Because you're getting free attacks at Donald Trump without it being you attacking Donald Trump. This this can't be playing well for the White House if the primaries end before all 50 states are done. 
Yeah, it's, it's not going to be it's not going to be any help to them uh, if uh, it's just Donald Trump versus Joe Biden starting in February or March of this year. Then the general election, in essence, begins in earnest, and uh, there is no primary to be had. There's no further distraction intramurally for Donald Donald Trump, and as a result, that's uh, going to mean that Joe Biden is going to have to. To, to have those direct fusillades from Donald Trump uh, in a way that goes even above and beyond what it is right now. But Donald Trump has is, is kind of lately been ignoring, to a large extent, Ron DeSantis, and, and, and Nikki Haley's gotten some attention from him, but uh, Donald Trump very much sees himself as is somebody who's just ready to be coronated by the Republican Party, that, that there's nothing except uh, a little bit of distraction here for him, but that, that he is the, the nominee in waiting, that he is going to be the person who gets the party's nod, and that it is going to be him and Joe Biden. So if you listen to him talk at any of his rallies or in some of the comments that he's making on social media or whatnot, a lot of that is already directed at Joe Biden. It's already being directed and articulated in a way that is, for most people, I, I think would, would be uh, presumed to be a general election type message as opposed to a primary election type message. So Donald Trump is going through the primary motions for sure, but he definitely has November on his mind, not so much January and February, or at least as much as you would think when somebody is running in a primary season and it's still pretty early on. Now, something to keep your eye on more than the primary schedule might be Donald Trump's court schedule. Uh, what's that look like the next few months? Well, well, well that's, that, that's sort of the, the huge uh, ultimate uh, unknown question here is what effect is this going to have? Now, let's review. Donald Trump is facing four separate criminal cases. There are 91 felony counts among those four cases. And that's not including the civil trials that Donald Trump is party to for his business and also the defamation portion of his uh, civil trial with uh, E. Jean Carroll, the writer who he already has been found civilly liable for sexually assaulting. So put that all together and Donald Trump has this massive, gigantic legal cloud that's hanging over him. But we've also been saying that for about two years, that Donald Trump has a massive, giant legal cloud. When is the cloud going to start storming? When is it going to start raining? Well, arguably it has, at least in, in some measure, especially on the civil front. And if Donald Trump is flat with a nine-figure penalty for his business dealings, for example, that, that's going to definitely have an effect on him. Now, the criminal trials, they're, they're going to be on their own schedule, and we still don't really have a clear calendar for when all of those trials are going to begin. One of them is slated to begin in March, but that could get bumped. And Donald Trump, of course, is for months and months, him and his legal team been pressing to get those trials bumped back until after Election Day in November. So is that going to happen? Probably not. But are all four of these trials going to start taking place and simultaneously or in an overlapping fashion during the actual election? Probably not either. One or two of them may take place uh, and the others could get bumped back. And Donald Trump can't be in four courtrooms at the same time either. But all of this is going to begin to come to a head in a major way during the summer in the fall. And you better believe that Joe Biden and the Democrats are going to be talking about this day in and day out and what it's going to be looking like for a country where the president of the United States 
is literally on trial. He's been accused with all of these different crimes and that he's somebody who's been found liable in federal courts for other types of uh, violations uh, of a different sort. And Joe Biden is already making the case, but will continue to do so much more as time goes on, that do we want this? Do we, do we want this to be the American ideal? Is this what we want in our president of the United States? Is this somebody who should be leading the country while he has all of those things going on uh, for him in a legal sense in courts of law? Final primary question, Dave, and then we'll get talking Bill's Chiefs. Uh, who is Dean Phillips and why, according to the ARG poll, does he have 33 percent of the vote in New Hampshire? Well, Dean Phillips is a congressman from Minnesota, and he's sort of the, the, the voice of opposition internally to Joe Biden and the Democratic Party. There are two other Democratic candidates who are running, who are at least on the radar to a tiny degree. One is Dean Phillips, and the other is Marianne Williamson, the author who ran for president in 2020 and sort of have a, had a little blip, a little moment where, where she was uh, ascendant and, and then just kind of fell in, into the, the doldrums of political nowhere. But both of them are on the ballot in New Hampshire, and without getting into all the gory details, New Hampshire was not supposed to be the first Democratic primary, but because New Hampshire, first of all, loves the fact that it has traditionally been the first state to conduct a, a primary, and also, too, because it's actually in state law that uh, New Hampshire has to go before everyone else, New Hampshire ignored the Democratic National Committee's uh, mandate that it actually go uh, not first this time around, and that a state that has a greater uh, degree of diversity in its population actually go first. So South Carolina was penciled in for that. So New Hampshire defied the Democratic Party. Joe Biden went uh, along with Democratic Party rules to say that I'm basically going to not contest New Hampshire. I'm not going to, to register and be on the ballot. So that's given sort of a, a curious opportunity for Dean Phillips and Marianne Williamson to, to jump in and, uh, and, and, and be candidates who are on the ballot when Joe Biden is not. Now, voters will still be able to write in Joe Biden. And, and mind you, Democrats will be voting in this primary, but independents in New Hampshire can vote, too, and they can choose to vote in either the Republican or the Democratic primary. So we could get some really screwy results, Joe, where, where you have Joe Biden losing New Hampshire you have Dean Phillips potentially winning. Maybe you're going to get some significant protest votes, too, for everyone from, you know, Mickey Mouse to, uh, to Ronald Reagan and everyone in between. I mean, who knows really what's truly going to happen here? Uh, the voters will, will allow us to find out in just a couple of days' time. But uh, Joe Biden, uh, a lot of Democrats in New Hampshire feel that this was an unforced error on his part and that he's not really helping his cause by ignoring New Hampshire in the way that he is. All right, Dave, I, I, I was wondering this all week, and now I'm going to ask you this. When you uh, are down there in D.C. and you see Buffalo, Western New York, get hit with back-to-back -back snowstorms, do you have fear of missing out? I, I, I usually do. I, you know, it, it, it makes me just want to go out and go to Chestnut Ridge Park with a toboggan or otherwise just have, have, a, have the kind of time that one can have uh, when, when Buffalo is getting hit with a snowstorm. And, uh, but, but we actually did get a little bit of snow here. We had two, uh, two snow days here this past Ooh. week. I, I know because I, I had a certain nine-year-old home with me uh, doing, doing, uh, doing his thing. And, uh, yeah, D.C., pretty much you get a couple of flakes float over the city and everything shuts down. So the, the infrastructure, the, the equipment, uh, 
people willing to to go out and shovel stadiums uh, to to have football games. That that's really not a thing here in the nation's capital. No, I can I can imagine. Speaking of that game where the stadium is now all but ten percent snowed out. And by the way, if you're in the stadium listening, please make sure uh, section three thirty eight, row thirty three, seats five and six are snowed out. Just <laughs> just asking a favor. Um, Dave, is this the biggest game? to happen in Buffalo in at least a decade? I, I, I think you, you have to say yes. Uh, I, I'm getting all the feels of uh, when, when we were sitting in the stands for uh, certain playoff games in uh, the, the early 90s uh, and, and, and having that feeling as I'm here in D.C. wishing very, very much so that I was in Buffalo, uh, although, uh, you know, um, I, I would like to be thinking around 10 o'clock tonight that I will be on a computer looking for tickets uh, for a certain stadium in Baltimore uh, coming up. But, yeah, I, I got to imagine that, that this is just about as big as anything that we felt uh, for a home game, for sure. And the fact that it's Kansas City, the, the, the fact that we, we have had the season that we've had and, and the tumult and turbulence and, and the idea in November that uh, we're going to have to come to grips with not making the playoffs. And here we are, three victories away from a Super Bowl. Let's not talk in those you know, dramatic uh, fashions too much here, but we, we got a game to win today. And if we win it, then uh, that, I, I can't imagine that not really being vaulted up to the to the top Bills victories uh, in in team history for practical reasons and and for kind of spiritual reasons too and being able to to go and uh, exercise the demons of Kansas City in in the playoffs over the couple of past years. I had a feeling that if they win you'd be looking at those Baltimore tickets Dave. I I, I knew that would be the case. Not not a moment before the game ends, but uh, about two seconds after the game does, yeah, that, that, that'll be happening. Looking at this team, obviously the Bills and Chiefs both banged up. I think, you know, any team in the playoffs now um, dealing with their number of injuries. What, uh, what are you expecting? What is your prediction for 6.30 tonight? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say uh, 27 to 20, and, uh, and, and that uh, a certain quarterback, you may have heard of him, his name is Josh Allen, uh, may, may be a, a kind of the linchpin factor here in this game with all of those injuries on both sides. So long as Josh Allen is there under center, I, I, I think we've got a very, very good chance of winning the game. I agree. I think, I, I think 34-31, Dave, is the score I gave uh, on Friday, and I'm sticking with it. Hey, look, I'll, I'll take four to two if it comes down to it and the Bills are, are victors at the end. A game of safeties. <laughs> well, Dave, I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you're on that computer looking for the cheapest or the best, whatever it is, uh, tickets you can find in Baltimore. I, I, I hope that, and uh, always a pleasure talking with you, and go Bills. Go Bills. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.